0: Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Hustle Studios, the temporary Drunk Hustle Studios here in New York City, and you know, again, temporary, um, next week I will be, um, probably next Friday will be my first live show from Detroit, um, if not Friday, the following Monday, um, will definitely be my first live show from, from Detroit, um, but... The permanent Drunk Concept Studios will be open soon. And we are looking forward to it we have some vlogs coming to you. We have some um, books, um, including the Wendy Williams book, How You Doin', the Inside the Wendy Williams Divorce. So, um, you know, I kept thinking a big deal about Temporary. Part of that is because it leads right into our first segment. Matt Lauer has reportedly put up his Hamptons mansion for $44 million. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot of money, um, given that he paid $36.5 million for it. But $44 million is still a lot of money. Um, he's not likely to get forty-four million. He might end up only, with only forty. This is why Will has made me start using hash or um, not hashtags, but um, tags like rich people problems, because who in the world is going to complain about only selling a mansion for forty million dollars? Um, this, this is how I get myself into trouble, honestly. Um, but, so the mansion is called Strongheart Manor, um, and he's putting it up for sale because he and his wife, Annette, have officially finalized their divorce. They're just waiting for the judge to sign off on it. Um, the, the house... Is in a gated property. It has 6.2 landscaped acres, 300 feet of ocean, 12 bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, and it goes back all the way to 1902. So what went wrong? Why, why do they have to sell? Besides the divorce, I source says, Drones have been circling the estate from above, and photographers have been circling it from the ground as well. And, you know, what people want to say in a property that they shared with their ex, that has to be one of the hardest things to do. And, you know, I, I can only imagine how awkward it's been for them to have to share the house while they're trying to hammer out the details of their divorce. And then to have to sell it on top of that, you know, that that's a whole lot of fuckery right there. But when you have a button on your desk that slams the door shut and locks it, so you can course women into having sex with you, nothing is really out of the question. And that's the truth, like, nothing you can do, nothing you can say is really gonna be all that shocking because you've already proven yourself that you're, you're a douchebag and you're willing to do crazy things to, um, more or less get what you want. You know, some people are saying, oh, we should feel sorry for him. He, you know, he lost his wife, now he's losing his home. He lost his wife because he cheated. He lost his home because he couldn't keep it in his pants and his wife didn't allow it. That's what really happened. You know, let's not sugarcoat it. Let's not try to make this into something that it's not. He's not an innocent little boy. He's a fully grown man who knew what was coming. He knew what was going to happen if he continued to cheat and he continued to cheat. When you do stupid shit, stupid things happen, and you lose your home. Um, you know, and that's, that's just a fact of life. I don't feel sorry for him. And let's face it, he's made enough money for three lifetimes. But right now, I'm going to go, because I haven't made enough money for three lifetimes, and I need to pay some bills. So I'm going to go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, we've been talking about Kevin Spacey and the allegations um, that he's facing at this point. Um, for those of you who don't know, Kevin Spacey was accused by an 18-year-old, well, a then-18-year-old boy of buying him drinks, getting him drunk, and then sexually assaulting him. The, the victim texts his girlfriend and let her know what happened. And it appears as though she it appears as though the text messages between the two are going to be made public. As they've already started to come out a little bit. Um, Here is just a little snippet of what we've seen so far Um, the first message says something like um, Spacey was hanging around me in the bar he got my number and asked me to come out with him girlfriend replied sounds like he's hitting on you And then the victim says, I think he is. He's grabbing my leg and shit. Then, as almost every straight man I know does, said, I'm not gay, but I think Spacey is. Then the victim says that Kevin Spacey pulled down my zipper and invited me to his house. His girlfriend replied, What the fuck is happening? The next text message that we have says, Jesus Christ, he reached down my pants. And then there were 17 short texts that says things like, He's buying me another drink. He's gotten me so many, I'm drunk. And he grabbed my dick. And then there are messages... That say, help, and help me. But, the girlfriend seemed to be really taken in by who Kevin Spacey was, and said, please get me a selfie with him. And the victim wrote, I'm gonna get the pick. I got the autographs, and a hell of a stout. And then the correction, hes an a correction that says, story. I'm wondering if he wasn't bragging about, um, the alcohol that Kevin Spacey bought him, though. Um, because Stout and Story are, other than the first three letters, they're nothing alike, so it would seem very odd to me that people would get these confused. But you never know, I suppose. Um... And Kevin's lawyer, Ellen Jackson, says, there appear to be intervening periods between each of the texts, yet the accuser continued to engage with Mr. Spacey. Jackson went on to say that um, the accuser never uses any language to indicate the interaction was unwelcome, but instead stayed with Spacey, welcoming his advances because he wanted a story to tell. And apparently, he was telling his buddies what was going on, too. Um, there were about six people in the group chat. And there appears to have been messages that were deleted, according to Alan. Um, the defense is really upset by this, because they were planning to build their whole case around these text messages. Um, apparently, help and help me... Are not him trying to get away from... From the douchebag who's molesting him. I'm not quite sure how we reach that conclusion. But I am sure... That Mr. Jackson is going to spin it in some way where... Um... I'm sure that Mr. Jackson is... Going to figure out how to do that. Um... And, you know, and I've said this before, and until NC Lawyer retracts or puts out, um, some new information, um, NC Lawyer is convinced that the fix is in and Kevin Spacey won't see any jail time. And, in fact, the charges may actually be dropped and that this could just be, um, the build-up to, to the charges, um, being dropped, we're gonna stay on top of the story, but right now I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be right back. And I'm back. And as promised, I've dragged Will with me, kicking and screaming. I don't know why he keeps saying that. I volunteered for this thing. <laughs> That's what he wants you to think. He also wants you to think that
1: I come in unprepared all the time. Which I do. <laughs> yes. There's a reason why I think that you come in unprepared all the time, Ed. <laughs> rambling segments that last for 15 minutes and go nowhere? Yeah, that would be one reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of rambling,
0: Mitch McConnell has found a way to step in his own turtle shit.
1: Yeah. So Mitch McConnell's gotten himself in quite a bit of hot water this week with not one but two major foot-in-mouth incidents. Three. Three. My bad. Three it, major foot-in-mouth incidents. It started when um,
0: Jon Stewart testified before Congress in an emotional testimony asking why nobody was working on um, the bill to help 9-11 victims.
1: John Stewart has been a major proponent of this bill for a very long time. Despite his unceasing support for it, it has languished in Congress, especially recently.
0: And Mitch McConnell, and, and this is a direct quote, this is not satire, said, I don't know why John Stewart is all bent out of shape. A lot of things get done in Congress at the last minute. I don't
1: know what Congress he's been looking at, but this one hasn't done anything. We're also substantially past the last minute. We are, um, it has been about 18 going, uh, no, 17 going on 18 years since 9 11. And with relatively little action on the part of Congress for the health of. The first responders. One could almost be forgiven for thinking that Congress was just waiting for them all to die off, so that they didn't have to shoulder the costs. But of course, I would be—I would hesitate to put to attribute such callousness to their motives without more direct evidence or the fact that it was Mitch McConnell involved. Uh, this is the
0: same man who. <coughs> This is not satire. I keep saying that because I want you guys to know. This is absolutely, 100% true. You can Google it. Um, I'm reading out of the USA Today. Um, Make a paper. Yes, but it's it's, it's still a a valid source. Um, Mitch McConnell says that we don't owe reparations because Obama got elected. Here is his exact quote, word for word. We tried to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting a civil war, by passing landmark civil rights legislation, elected an African-American president. I don't think we should be trying to figure out how to compensate for it. First of all, it would be be hard to figure out whom to compensate. Here's a little hint, Mitch.
1: They're black. The subject of reparations for slavery has been one that's long discussed in American politics. Not... Really, taken seriously for a while, um, the argument a lot uh, opponents of the move have resorted to similar arguments of, uh, as Mitch McConnell in the past say, "Hey, slavery is long since over. We have more than closed the gap between you know we 've made all the reparations we need to towards African Americans in the united states there 's no need to actually." Pay them off more racism is over. However, with the rise of out and out-and out neo-Nazism in the United States, and the return of far-right extremism and the death of large numbers of black youth at the hands of local police at the hands of the police, and the and testimony that recently came to light from AIDS in the next administration that the war on drugs was specifically targeted against hippies and black people to put them in prison and remove their voting privileges. Well, let's just say that people who think that we've never properly compensated the descendants of slaves for what happened to their families are starting to get a little more ammunition. Not to mention that Mitch McConnell infamously
0: told reporters that his goal was to make sure Obama was a one-term president, of which he largely failed. Yes,
1: Mitch McConnell, sort of a classic, sort of a classically obstructionist policy there from him. He has continued this in under a Republican president, continued obstructing uh, Democratic policies. Most recently this week, when he claimed that allowing Washington DC and Puerto Rico to elect to elect senators would be and I quote pure socialism thus demonstrating that he does not know the meaning of the words socialist or pure it seems like Mitch McConnell well the subject of state representation of um, representation in Congress for Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, and by extension, all the U.S. territories, is one that has has been debated at length for some time. Washington, D.C. sends a representative to Congress that has no authority and has basically spent her entire tenure arguing that D.C. should be allowed to elect senators and representatives to go to Congress.
0: And this mm-hmm. this was something that Republicans actually supported up until very recently like within the last year or two. Mm.
1: Well, yes, Republican support was Republican support for the measure was more common before the recent era. Perhaps Mitch McConnell's comments can provide a clue as to why it has waned. He quoted saying he is quoted directly I'm quoting him directly here as saying we're gonna allow two set two Democrats from DC, two Democrats from Puerto Rico. That would be pure socialism, allowing the Democrats to pack the to pack Congress effectively. It's really funny that he always
0: and not just not just Mr. McConnell, but almost every Republican always say, Oh, if we allow this, it's gonna be Democrats elected. That tells me something about your policy, sirs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fairly clear at this point that Mitch McConnell's aim is not to pres- um, protect the republic from any uh, from an imagined socialist threat, so much as to maintain a Republican um, majority, dominance. Yeah, or, pay, or maintain a Republican majority in Congress. For the record, his argument that. Allowing, allowing American citizens to actually be represented in American Congress is an un-American idea will not be addressed by me because it holds absolutely no weight and is really fucking stupid. It, it's like they're
0: using socialism and AOC specifically – to scare
1: uneducated Midwesterners into voting Republican. I mean, oh yeah, uh, nobody in the Republican Congress actually mm-hmm. knows what AOC's policies are or what socialism is. They just use it as a scare word to, well, invoke the memory of the Soviet Union, an uh, incredibly oppressive regime and our enemy, and also China, an incredibly oppressive regime and our sort of enemy. Mainly to you know. Not out of any sense that they're actually gaining influence in the U.S., but, well, perhaps some of them believe, genuinely, that they would gain influence and be able to undermine us if these policies were implemented, but it's more likely they're just trying to scare people. And they're not right. And, you know, the only people allowed to undermine us is Russia because they allow – or they help Republicans
0: cheat and win. Oh, well.
1: Now, let's be fair here. Donald Trump is the only person who has that position. However, yeah, the fact that the Republican Party has, taken no ac- has made a lot of noise and taken no action against—actually, um, to be fair, they have taken some action against Russia. Congress has levied sanctions. They've levied the sanctions,
0: country. but Mitch McConnell blocks every election protection bill that is put forth by the House—
1: Yeah, the Grand Turtle is quite determined to ensure no electoral reform goes through for reasons that we have already discussed. And I'm—well, we're going to go, and I'm about to be fired. I'm—I don't really know why you're so worried about someone you hired firing you, perhaps because that is your traditional M.O., When you go to a new job. He always thinks I'm trying to take over the world. Uh, Help me out here, (laughs) listeners. Shall we have an episode where I recount all the stories he's told me of taking over a new company um, within a month of moving in? Or should I, you know, have a segment where where I tell you about my personal experiences... In our writing group. And how he seized control of it from the organizer. Despite at every step claiming he didn't want to be in charge. Let us know in the comments. Leave us a voice message and I'll play them
0: for Will. And then I'll play them in an upcoming episode. Yes. I will return. Yeah, he will. Maybe. Unfortunately. (laughs) And I'm back. And this has to be the weirdest story I've reported on all year. Um, and we've, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but now it's official, official. Lindsay Lohan will be releasing new music soon-ish. Tommy Mottola's um, Casablanca Records has signed Lindsay for upcoming music. Um, No one has made a statement about this, which is not shocking, because why would they? It's Lindsay Lohan making music. Um, Now, most people don't realize this, or maybe they don't care. I don't know. But Lindsay actually has already had a um, hit record. Um, Rumors back in... in 2004, was a top ten hit for her. Of course it was, it's about the dreaded paparazzi without whom Lindsay Lohan would not have a career or name recognition to get Tommy Mottola to sign her to a record label. So, there's that. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really hoping for another Mariah Carey moment where she's like, Who is that? I don't even know her. Um, that has become just such classic Mariah Carey that I just want her to say it about everyone. But it would be especially funny because Lindsay loves, and at one point fancied herself, the next Mariah Carey. Of course, this is the same girl who said that she should have already won an Oscar, now, I'm, I'm not one who says a lot of bad things about people. And certainly, Lindsay Lohan has talent. But first of all, no one's Mariah Carey, but Mariah Carey. That's the end of that story. Fight me if you want to, but I'm right and you're wrong. Um, I mean, really, there, there's no other Mariah Carey in this world. And certainly not Lindsay Lohan. Um, she she's decent enough, I suppose. But decent enough is not five octaves. Um, I think the only one who ever got close to her was Whitney, and. Even Whitney would not compare herself to Mariah Carey. They're two very distinctive singers with two very impressive careers. So it would be... It would be very... odd for them to compare themselves to one another. What can we expect from Lindsay Lohan music? Um, If... If her album Speak Now... I think that's what it was called. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. Just Speak. Is an indication. It'll be very poppy. She also had a 2005 album, but... Um... Other than Bossy, which was the theme song for her reality show, it really didn't do very much. And when I say it didn't do very much, I mean... I didn't even know it existed... I knew about Speak because I actually really enjoyed um, Rumor, but I honestly thought that was it in terms of the number of um, CDs that Zee Lohan had out, and I I was honestly shocked when I found out that she had another CD, and I'm really shocked that someone is actually investing money to let her release yet another CD. I'm wondering if that means that there's going to be a tour, and what kind of shit show that's going to be. Because come on, we all know it's going to be a shit show. I don't see how it could be anything but a shit show. Um, you know, every time someone gives Lindsay Lohan a chance, she swats it away faster than Will swats away my tequila sunrise. Talking about, oh no, Ed, we don't need you drunk. You gotta record. Don't know what the fuck that is. Um, anyways, speaking of Will, he's gonna be joining me for the next segment, so stay tuned, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, we haven't talked about Brittany in a hot minute, so let's talk some Brittany here. Um, ever since she checked herself into a mental facility in April, people have speculated that there's something wrong. They can't quite put their finger on it. They're, you know, they're not quite sure what that something is. But we all know that there's something wrong with our girl. So what can we do? What are we looking for here? Well, some fans are starting to notice that positive comments are being deleted. But the hateful ones are being left up. Almost like she's um, someone is trying to make her look unwell or something. Now, th- this actually was... This actually was... This actually was a conspiracy that... Um, that has played out among the Free Britney movement. Here is... Um, so... We all know that Lynn Spears has really been trumpeting the Free Britney movement, and it could in fact be a large, if not not a leader, then she's a very large cheerleader with a very vocal voice for it. Here's what Lynn had to say. Um... So one user said, Hey, I just posted something positive and it disappeared. What's going on? And then replied, I posted something and tried to go back to find and find it and none of it is in order and I couldn't find mine, which I just posted. I know you are a true fan and love her, so thank you for pointing this out. Because I have I have had others say the same. Um and here's a direct quote from from the fan that Lynn was responding to. So Britney's team is deleting positive comments on her Instagram post and leaving negatives one to keep up the illusion that she needs help. They were also quick to remove all comments before, uh, but now all of a sudden they're leaving all the negative ones but removing the positive ones. How much longer is this gonna be? This has to be a human human rights violation. Hashtag free Britney, hashtag Brittany Spears. You know, I've, I've not kept a close watch on Brittany's Instagram, but NT Lawyer has repeatedly said that not all of the videos are coming from Brittany herself, which seems to be a really big duh. And I realize that that sounds um, over the top and, and whatever, but seriously, it it really does seem like a big deal. Like, um, it there's it, it, not the same flavor that there usually is when Britney does her stuff. Um, the emojis are back, but it's like one emoji three times now, and I find that to be very odd for several reasons, but mostly because that's just not how Britney talks. You know, she's always adding some sort of other emotion or other thought into this. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm i, I I'm really trying not to buy into the whole Free Britney movement. Um, not because I don't love her. You all know I do. But sometimes I wonder if we're not looking a little bit too hard... ...for something to be wrong... ...if we're not... ...wanting something... ...to happen... ...I don't know... ...so we can feel better about ourselves or something... ...I'm not really sure but... ...um... ...you know we know she has... ...mental health issues... ...we all watch in horror... ...as... ...everything came unraveled... ...in... ...um... ...2007... But, I, this time, it seems different. I, the breakdown seems more controlled. Or, like, someone's exerting more, more influence and more control over it. And, frankly, it's a little disquieting. Um, you know, I, I can't really put my finger on it, but something just doesn't feel right about what's happening, why it's happening, and all that other good stuff. Um, you know, uh, and things happen, you know. We've all watched as friends went from extremely happy to extremely sad. Uh, We've all watched as um, there was a slow descent. So I'm not... Trying to imply that there's no possible way that this is real because obviously there's a very good chance it probably is, but I also don't want to rule out that there could be something else going on. Um, you know, Britney did file for the conservatorship to end, and I'm I'm quite certain that not everyone is is. So happy with her asking for that, um, especially since Jamie has devoted his life the last twelve years to her. But, and I, I want to do this in all fairness, Brittany's team is denying everything, and they're saying, "Hey, come on, guys, not cool." They say we. Unequivocally deny the absurd allegations that we have promoted negative statements or deleted positive posts from Instagram and are considering appropriate action. Uh, you know,